Welcome to basic training, you worthless balls of slime. As well as any other worthless shape you might be, I'm Sergeant Commander, and I'll be whipping you sorry excuses for escapist fantasy into true monsters. Recruit, what's your name? Uh, Cadet Smoily, sir. That's not a name. Give me your name. Smoily, sir. Now, I, I want you to know I am not a racist. I accept pink blobs, dinosaurs, plant women, and worm dragons. And you can bet that Moo won't care either, so let's see some improvement out there. So, so, now unlock yourself, maggot. Sarge, uh, I have a question. Who said that? It, Who the fuck said that? It's, it's me, sir. Cadet, Cadet Smalley. Smalley, what, what do you want, you worthless sack of monster? Um, Sarge, how do we know we're on the right side? I mean, I, I've, seen the, I've seen the videos. We rack up a ton of kills, but didn't those monsters feel... Just as much as we do? What? Were you unlocked yesterday, cadet? Just look at your name tag. Goody! That's how you know what, that you're on the right side. This this isn't about goodies and baddies, is it? It's, it's not about freedom. It's just about changing up which monsters rule. Wh- why are we even here? Don't ask questions, cadet. You're not here to ask questions. You're just here to be a platoon of monsters. Now let's see your, let's see your scariest face. Uh... We'll work on that. <sighs> Let's see here. You! What is your function, numbnuts? Sir, my function is help my trainer be the best there ever was, sir! What? Oh, damn it. You're in the wrong barracks. The pocket division is over that way, just past the mess hall. I was transporting to a faraway land to a world the game like an ace. Now we're in this place to save the monsters from the evil mood. I liked your I liked your scary monster like <laughs> oh, <my> mom. <laughs> just like this ululating whale. <laughs> just like this half assed ululating whale. Um Ben Before we before we get into anything, I just want to ask, how do you feel about monsters? I, 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 I'm, I'm ready to talk about monsters all, all day, man. Ben, the correct answer was monsters rule. I, I think monsters <laughs> rule, to be totally honest. Um, yeah. So. What, what's your name? I, I, I don't know, man. Cadet. My, my, what is my your function? Is, my, my name is Human. <laughs> and my name is Zane. And this is the Carton Cast, where we review old cartoons to see what we think of them as adults. Are you, and, uh, are you, are you ready for my, uh, for my little thing here? I'm never ready for it, so you might as well just You're gonna do love it. This. Ben is a guy who hates the show. Unlock your disc. His anger and malice, how far does it go? Unlock your disc. Zane is a guy who has a good time. Unlock them all. On this one, he'll be your partner in crime. Unlock them all. At the Cartoncast, we watch old cartoons. Monster Rancher will lead to our dooms. Monsters rule. <laughs>
Man, the, those stupid like little rap interludes are what got me through the show. <laughs> I am going to include one every 10 minutes or so. <laughs> if, if you want to, there's a YouTube link for like uh, a super cut of it that's like 10 minutes long. Ben, what do you think I've been listening to this past week? <laughs> Nonstop. How far does it go? Like, so I, I wanted to... It's like, like the perfect length. It gets you... You just like... Puts you right where you need to be. Get a disc, take the risk, spin it fast through the past, unlock it, claim it. You can tame it, unlock your disc. Captain Black Dino, one of moves best, unlock your disc. Lead the Black Donalds on every conquest, unlock your disc. Little Spot Dino, harmless enough to unlock a Kuro, you gotta be tough. Captain Kuro will stomp and roll, the monsters rule, unlock them all. Unlock it, unlock it, unlock your disc. I started watching this show. I wanted to watch the first episode with my fiance just just to see like if it was good or something or like something we could watch together. And like I just found myself like first off the intro song I was just like falling it, down. I'm just like entirely digging the intro song. I don't know about you. But then the entire first episode I was like apologizing. Oh, I'm sorry. This is like when I showed you Chalk Zone. Um <laughs> and then it got to that interlude and I just <laughs> I just couldn't <laughs> handle it anymore. That, that's such a Zane interlude to find. Like, <laughs> just like the the content of it is so innocent and 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 stupid, <laughs> but like the style of it is like the most gangster you can possibly be. Monsters rule. Monsters rule. One piece. One piece, motherfucker. Man, yeah, I didn't actually watch much of this because uh, this this has been a pretty busy week. All of Philadelphia has been like pre- preparing for Pope Palooza. Oh yeah. So, like, yesterday I went out with Mark, and we just kind of, like, walked around and... Gotta poke your I, ride. I, I shit you not, you would be amazed by some of the stuff that is 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 happening down there. Like, for the most part, it's pretty it's pretty uh, domestic. Like, there's nothing super crazy. But, you know, all of the restaurants are like, uh, Pope Francis shots or whatever like that. <laughs> and... This is really, um, really getting to the heart of the message there. I'm serious, man. Uh, like, there's this one cafe that I that i that i frequent and they have one of those like do you believe in ghosts or do you not believe in ghosts sort of tip jars that they change up every now and again and you can put your put your tip into either oh, that's into either side of it you, you know what i'm talking about i've right? never seen them but that sounds cool yeah like a lot of a lot of restaurants do this and i think it was like what kind of breakfast would pope francis want was the <laughs> one that i <laughs> there was yesterday <laughs> what, what is, did you throw in with i i don't i don't remember it's just i don't know it it's it's funny how like idol worship is so prevalent in like in the, in, like we in don't this really know weird way like Americans don't know how to show respect for someone unless it's in the <laughs> context of a celebrity like a football team <laughs> like everyone's a celebrity in the same way for some yeah. reason <laughs> we we can't seem to subdivide it's it's very strange. he's like he's like good Trump yeah <laughs> that's that's all it is. Um, but yeah, me and Mark went down, and there's like this official Pope merchandise stand, and I have to wonder, like, how much, how much pull did he have on that one? <laughs> like, was he consulted, or was this like a Bill Watterson thing where like no Calvin and Hobbes merchandise is actually legit? Oh, like, what's the take? I don't, I don't mean what the take is. What's the percentage? <laughs> It'd be funny on if he this? did have a take. Like, he, he, what? He's been in America for like two hours. He's already a capitalistic consumer. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> Say what you will, it gets everybody. I guess so, man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, and and I got, like, this little Pope bobblehead. <laughs> of course um, you did. Well, I didn't want to, but... No, you uh, had friend, to. <laughs> it was a compulsion. 
I was under doing, a Gaius. It's uh, a Pascal's Gaius? wager for the 21st century right there. Um, <laughs> no, it, that's, that's not what Pascal's wager means. The, uh, my, my, one of my friends had, uh, wanted me to get Pope merchandise for his mom, so I, what? I like really sheepishly said, give me, give me two white glass rosary beads and a, <laughs> and a Pope plushie. <laughs> <laughs> plushie. Uh, then I didn't. I didn't expect my night to turn out like that. You, to terminate you, in you such walked a way. into a Simpsons episode. That's what, <laughs> like like that one where Homer's like, "Get your angel glow sticks. Can't get into heaven without a glow stick. Can't get into heaven without a glow stick." <laughs> I I proclaim that science and religion must stay a hundred feet away from each other at all times. Court adjourned. Oh uh, uh, man, we we need yeah. we need to talk about Monster Ranch. <laughs> we need to talk about just monsters in general. Can, yeah. Okay. So I guess lay down we, your groundwork. No, 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 no. I think I think what we want to do is let's let's give the production history, and then when we're talking about the plot, I want to bring in some monster lore. Okay. Not sure. really lore, but like my standing, my leanings. Yeah. My monster leanings. Um, which are pretty asymmetric. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Monster Rancher ran in Japan on TBS. Not not that TBS. <laughs> <laughs> It was a tie into uh, to a game franchise by Tecmo, as I understand it. Yeah, so it's based on the Monster Rancher video game, which actually you know came out first on the PlayStation in 1997. The game actually has uh, the series has like 14 games now, um, and yeah. it focuses more on raising and breeding monsters rather than traveling and fighting. So that that's a big difference from the normal Mons method. Yeah, and as like. Somebody who's no longer a teen, I find like the whole raising and breeding and how monsters interact in society way more interesting and th- than just like seeing which flamethrower flame, flamethrower attack does more damage. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, though I'm not sure how the game. You, actually you, you played, need se- so no Ben. Remember, you need several either. different fire attacks: one for the big punch, and then the one that does the long spread and all that. Um, status <laughs> effects, poison. Yeah, Poison Fire. Um, it also ran on, in the U.S. on Fox Kids as well as in Canada and the U.K. Um, mm-hmm. What was really interesting about this is that the English dub ran only a couple of months after the Japanese one started. So all versions oh. of the show ran from 1999 to 2001. Interesting. I, that, that is more recent than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, you know. This, we this has the look of something that's very bad, like very, very, like, this would be... In like Antiques Roadshow, <laughs> and that's what it looks like. Um, I, I don't know. I, I it felt different from the other Mon show that were contemporaneous, but in terms of like the style, not not that, not a big gulf. Not not that it's a big gulf, but everything's so fucking bland. It is rather generic. Like this is your it, first it, pass. <laughs> yeah, no. Like this is if you haven't heard of like Pokemon, this is fine, but. I don't know. They're two different beasts. Nah. They're two different beasts, but I, uh, it, it's it's amazing how much less imaginative this one looks. <laughs> yeah, it, especially considering that Pokemon came out in '96. So, like, it's not as though I, I originally in in a couple episodes before, maybe just last episode, I was saying how this might have gotten some appeal just because it was one of the first mon shows but you had a much more imaginative what much more expansive one three years prior so sure i don't know what the excuse and here where, is. where does digimon fall in all this 
Uh, Digimon's a special case. It's because I'm I'm not quite sure what it means. Because yeah. I took a, an immediate dislike to this show, but as I was watching it, a lot of aspects felt to me in between Digimon and Pokemon. Uh, well, I agree in that they're like in a virtual world rather than a real world. Uh, what well, I, that, I, I, don't I mean know. more like creativity of the monster names and uh, like Worm <laughs> Black. Dino. It's still better than Wormamon. This exploitation film. <laughs> <laughs> that Black Dino would be Black Dynamite's like dog. Oh man, like, that'd be great. Hound. <laughs> Dragon dog. Um, and like how good the theme song is. You know, going going from Digimon theme song, which I've I've gone on record before. I'm not a fan of. I I, I like and both the of them. epic rock opera that <laughs> is the Pokemon theme song. <laughs> yeah. Or the slow love, or the slow somber ballad from "There Will Be Brawl." Yeah. What What else do you have to say about the production of um, uh, Monster Rancher? So I think it was surprising. Like I think they were a little surprised at how popular it was because after the second season and you know the plot ra- wrapped up, they had another season. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I I was trying to figure out why this was popular. Uh, is it just because it's a game franchise as well, and you could get there was just that synerg- enough synergy there that it caught on? I defy you to find anyone who who's like played the Monster Rancher games that didn't find out about it from the TV show. Yeah, I I kind of can't think of an example of that. As I mean, <laughs> they would have to be in Japan, presumably. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, I noticed that that big eyeball character is on the cover of one of the more recent games. Is he very popular? <laughs> Yeah, Ben, everybody loves Swayzo. Swayzo. Kind of like Swayze, kind of like Patrick. I guess. Um, <laughs> if you insist. I don't. <laughs> How um, could you? <laughs> I, I'm trying to get off this train. Are you kidding that, me? That's the, the saddest hill to stake your claim on. <laughs> um, um, tell, yeah. tell us about the hill that this show is staked on. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to talk about the plot because <laughs> I think that's what you meant. Um, so the plot of this is, it, like, you know, in a universe of bland monsters, they pick the blandest protagonist in the bland, for, that joined the monster world for the blandest reason. He's an average, normal, smart kid. Oh, he's not smart. <laughs> no. He's just brave. He's brave. And energetic. He has no sense of, of consequence, and the world does nothing to reinforce it. Uh, he's, this is, this is Genki, a grade school boy. He dreams of a world where truancy officers don't exist. Wait, are you saying that he dreams of a world where monsters rule? Monsters Get a disc, take a risk, spin it fast through the past, unlock it, claim it, you can tame it, unlock your disc. Find a seat sister, charming but frightening, unlock them all. Or the Usaba, quicker than lightning, unlock them all. There's evil hair and his captain. Unlock your disc. They love to fight like pirate dragons. Unlock your disc. Mighty they battle, mighty they fall. These monsters rule. Unlock them all. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Um, it, which is weird. They they always talk about how monsters rule, and then you go to this world, and a monster is ruling, and they're like, "We got to cut that out." <laughs> That's no good. Yeah, it's that. Uh, talk about mixed messages. It's uh, homonyms. <laughs> um but yeah, but yeah he, he gets sucked into a video game yes in a, way that, in a way that's never happened before <laughs> and now he's going on an adventure for some reason yeah yeah gotta, like there's there's a huge upsurgence of these sort of shows the like sword art online is doing this now 
and there's a few others where they just get sucked into a world of of, of monsters. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh is sort of like that in that they have the tech to kind of make it a reality. I found but, Sword Art Online to be surprisingly entertaining, and it, I really want to go back to Yu-Gi-Oh, and I'm not sure why. I and there's parts of Yu-Gi-Oh that I enjoy. But it just needs to be sped up about, like, 50 times. Yu-Gi-Oh, by the way, is another show that had the intro thoroughly Americanized with rap. Oh, man. I don't even remember what the Yu-Gi-Oh intro was. It's time to do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't, like, a dubstep remix? <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of dubstep remixes, I Please. have to talk about... Well... Actually, when I was visiting Pope Francis at the time, <laughs> and he just started laying down some fat beats and moonwalking across the stage. It was crazy. You were I, saying. Uh, I want to talk about Mon's shows in general, because we'll get into exactly what the fuck is going on with Monster Rancher as, as for the setting, but let's talk about Mon's shows in general. Yes. Um... Short for monsters, of course. In, in, yes, of course. Uh, although if you, if you look up, uh... What's the appeal in Mons? You get Mons Pubis Wikipedia entry, so don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love all kinds of Mons here. Pubis, Pocket, Digital, Ranch. 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 <laughs> ranch, mo- ranch monsters. Um, Unlock your salad. Uh, so that would absolutely sell. Do not <laughs> tell me that that would. Yeah, the sell assholes like you, I guess. <laughs> to the gangsters of the like world. I don't even like ranch dressing. I would buy as many as I could find, just for posterity. I'm looking it Leave up right aging now. Tell on us your about shelf. Monchos. So Monchos have this sort of formula. There's there's a few key points of Monchos. One, the monsters fight each other. Doesn't really matter how. Two, you have that you have to be able to collect all of them. Or just a lot of them. Like, this is a main thing with Pokemon and Monster Rancher. They always do that, how many have you unlocked thing. And, yeah, you uh, gotta catch them all, man. And I guess that, that that's really the main appeal, is that you can train monsters to fight for you, and you can collect different kinds of monsters to to use in different situations. Um, right. We, we, we've seen this type of power fantasy in animes before. It's all about you... Just having this elevated place in the world over things that are objectively way cooler than you. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's kind of funny. Like, it's almost like a love letter to human superiority throughout the ages. How like we've just <laughs> become weaker and weaker as we've evolved, but we've like crafted tools such that we're still top dog. Like, have you ever tried to fight an angry cow? You'd lose in a second. We, we, but we, we've constructed the society where they have to be subservient and domestic. We're on top of the food chain and we write elaborate fantasies that, in which we're not, and we become again. <laughs> like, have you ever heard of, um, Humanity Fuck Yeah? No. It's this, like, genre of fiction that I've seen a bit online that basically puts us into a galactic setting and it's from the point of view of aliens who have met humans and it's like these guys are insane (laughs) (laughs) look at what they're doing to themselves they breathe poison (laughs) uh like (laughs) somebody was saying uh, one of the like uh characters in one of these was saying like um yeah and it turns out their skin just just comes off (laughs) all the time (laughs) like like all of their dust that's skin. I threw up a bit. Uh, <laughs> these these things are disgusting. Why did we visit? Why do we keep visiting Earth? This is the worst vacation ever. The the one that I loved the most was actually a um like an army 
type of thing, like intergalactic army and uh, all of the different, you know, alien types have to go over a wall and each wall is specifically targeted for that to be difficult for that species. Mm. And it gets to the human and there's this wall like made of glass shards (laughs) and he just like takes it. He goes up, he gets over and it, and he's like, it, it turns out like that was not his wall. (laughs) <laughs> i don't i don't and really it starts understand. a tradition and it starts a tradition of human soldiers in the intergalactic army none of whom have ever done a human wall i, I don't under i don't even understand what you're saying anymore you got to link me this whatever it is that you're reading it's alternately glorious and masturbatory well i, I like both sides of that anyway um, sorry that was that was a tangent it, it's actually not because i want to talk about monsterism for a bit Yes. Um, Do you have low-grade monsterism? <laughs> Are you suffering from low-grade monsterism? Are your loved ones in danger whenever you get whenever you get angry and have to sit alone in the corner for a few hours? Do your tentacles itch? We can help. <laughs> um, so, Generator Rex. Here's what I, here's what I think about monsters. You might yeah. disagree with this synopsis, but to me, monsters can be scary or gruesome, but they don't need to be. The thing that monsters need to be is other mm-hmm. so in mon shows if specifically in monster rancher we really don't have monsters here we just have like more different humans hmm. yeah i like, mean they, they all act like humans they're just like yeah like tiger is not a monster mm-hmm. like he's just he's, he's just literally like, a tiger <laughs> he's just he's just your best friend mm-hmm. he's, just, he's just your cool friend who smokes a lot that's it and it works because of the animation style because they look like they're in the same world in the same way right. that Doctor Zoidberg looks fine in Futurama, right? Well, he's also like not quite like he—he's familiar in a sad way. Like but when you—he is familiar. But what I'm saying is, when you think about it from the humans' perspectives in the show, these things have got to look more unnatural than they appear to us. Like, think about like yeah. interacting with a Swayzo who's <laughs> as big as Swayzo is. That's probably why his personality is like that, is, is so jokey, is just because, like, there, it, it's like... Uh, Mike Wazowski. Have you ever heard of the book Whistling, uh, Whistling Vivaldi? Vivaldi? Oh, that sounds so familiar. It's a, it's a book about how, like, uh, a black man walking down the street always has, like, everybody, like, turns away from him and crosses a sidewalk, so what he does to like, kind of combat that is whistle Vivaldi so that people are like, oh, he's culture, he's not one of the, one of the alley rapists I've heard so much about on the TV. Huh. And and maybe Swayzo's kind of doing that. Like, maybe he's actually a really brooding figure, but he just knows he has to, like... He knows his appearance is so disarming that he has to, like, put us at at, at ease. I'm imagining a diary entry, like, superimposed <laughs> over his face that's like, don't ever let them see you crack. <laughs> and, like, the diary the is completely soaked because he cries into it. It's like, just, you like, see... Gigantic, acidic blobs. You see his face, and then behind it, it's just him really tiny in a spotlight in a dark room crying. Um, <laughs> you picture okay, what let, I'm let me, picturing. Let me, get, let me get back to monsterism. Please. So, I want to talk about a couple different, like, takes on monsters in media, and mm-hmm. why, and which ones I think are monsters and which ones are not. Okay. So, like, Frankenstein's monster, that is not a monster, right? It's, I mean, if you want to get technical, it's it's just like a person. It, it's just a person. He's treated as a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does not make a monster. A monster is something that thinks 
different. differently. Yeah. yeah exactly. So Cthuloids sort of thing. Exactly. Like any anything from Lovecraft fits this description. Anything that like doesn't follow the uh, general rules of ra- like human human thought or emotion. Uh, a couple other examples are the Vord from uh, from Codex Alera. I gotta read that again. It's so good. I know, but like. The entire Vord structure is like this weird insectoid sort of hive mind aspect, yeah, and how they minds. don't understand like familial love or anything like that. Right. In the same way, like if you're playing, I've, I've been reading a lot of Dungeons and Dragons stuff lately. Dwarves, elves, they are not monsters. No. They they could be humans who just have a very different culture. Right. You look at something like the devil. That's clearly a monster. <laughs> what what about like dinosaurs like from Jurassic Park? Are those monsters? They're just animals. Okay. That that's a different thing. Monster I think monsters need to have an intelligence, but it has to be a different intelligence than humans. Shake like an urge, charcoal to men. Unlock your disc, including a town can't tell where it's been. Unlock your disc. General Okado is good and wise. Unlock them all. He knows how it works for summer surprise. Unlock them all. Let me give you one more example, just because I've been watching this show a lot recently. Um, I started watching the anime Parasite, which is excellent, uh, and it, it's, it in-depth kind of discusses that relationship, that symbiotic relationship between, uh, between humans and the things they eat, like pigs and cows, like livestock, and the mirroring... Uh, the mirroring relationship between parasites and humans, but the parasites in questions do have their own intelligence. They're capable of speech. They just don't understand humans at all. <laughs> ben, is the is the twist in this series like we were the parasites all along? It's not a twist. They say it like immediately. It's like, are you sure Great. you're not the parasites? <laughs> I like that. But uh, the main character has like a parasite living in his arm from a botched invader of the body snatchers attempt. Ooh. And uh, so they talk to each other and converse, and you never for a minute forget that this is a monster, because he never, like, says, you know, you're my best friend, buddy. <laughs> like, that <laughs> right. never happens. It's it's always talking about, your survival is my survival. This is a symbiosis, but I will blind you if you try to tell anyone about me. <laughs> so, in your opinion, the monsters in Monster Rancher are not monsters. No, just or other... at least the goodies aren't. They're other people. Mm-hmm. No, the, the 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 evil ones are also also just have a no they're they're just assholes i mean they're just you know they're just <laughs> they get off on hatred like honestly they're more they're more like nazis than anything else not to like invoke a godwin's law or anything but it's just they're they're monsters in a military what is focused toward bad ends but that does not make a monster like that's right. that's and, just a person with a bad cause. And it even says like hey, once we kill the leader of this, you know, horrible <laughs> once empire, we assassinate and, Hitler, <laughs> everyone else will become good again. Yeah, that that's that's an interesting thing as well. It doesn't seem as though these monsters have free will because other monsters can just like exert their like I don't know, morality pheromones over them mm-hmm. and just change them forever. They only think they have freedom. <laughs> Uh, speaking of people who think we have freedom, why don't we, why don't we get into the characters? Unless you wanted to say anything else about the plot? So, there are trappings of monster, like, the mon genre that this does not follow precisely. So, this is actually sort of halfway between mons and a video game kind of thing. Um, because it, it, they're not leveling up. Well, they do kind of level up. They learn moves. Sort of. I, I assume. They, they get better at what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And the thing I really like about this, which I'll go into later, is that almost all the combat is physical. Right. Um, but but we can get back into but, that but in tone. One of the differences is that the everyone, every, all of the monsters in the team, they have their own goals. They're not just tools to be used, right? Right. No, um, they're they're, Pokemon, they're traveling as a compete like. They're, they're Pokemon, you you, a, you keep them in balls, and you know they can have personalities, but they want what you want only, because only one you of own them. Allowed to have a personality, right? Um, and so what they're all trying to do is to go fight the evil Moo and release the Phoenix, because when you release the Phoenix, the Phoenix will destroy Moo and turn all the not baddies. This is not important. Into goodies. Yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. This is this is, this is a dumb plot. Uh, but it does give them like a unifying reason to want to like travel all together. Yeah. Like sort of. No one wants just like you know Nazis <laughs> running around. I support your the shit. good things. I'm against the bad things. <laughs> I think his two percent tax doesn't go far <laughs> enough. Yeah, it gives them a unifying reason to all travel together. Uh, but but, but you're super but, right. The, the nice thing is that they also like banter with each other. That the mons are much their more own equal. characters. They're much more equal, and Genki like gets into fights. The, okay, that we're gonna have to come back to in tone because I want to talk about that at length. But first, let's talk about the characters. Right. So our main character is Genki. Uh, yeah. He he's voiced by Andrew Francis, who you remember from Zach in the third season of Adventures from the Book of Virtues. I do. Are you nope. sure? <laughs> uh, he was only 14 at the time. And uh, <clears throat> and I, I don't know if we need to go through the list of, like, everyone and no, who we, voices we them. But I want to mention, like, the people who voiced the main team in this is, like, everybody in Dragon Ball Z. Really? And also Double D for some reason. Oh, yeah. Hair, right? Yeah. That's... Huh. And, and of course, uh, Suezo is Scott McNeil, who Suezo. was uh, Dr. Wily. Suezo... Suezo's my favorite. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what are you talking about? He's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good Suezo. That's his like only. That's his only thing he does is just kind of like make barf faces at you. <laughs> I don't. I hey, feel like half Genki. of these main characters are not useful. Let's let's talk about Genki first, right? Uh, because he is like the most unapologetic cliche on on you know train master trainer. He's like an ask. Ash Ketchum. He doesn't need to understand the world around him. He literally thinks every everyone else's life is a game. Um, <laughs> but he cares about the world that he's ended up in and will take random risks, really. Yeah, he... Well, he's got, like, boundless confidence, um, which makes him a cliche, but he... I, I was surprised that I wasn't annoyed by his confidence. Like, I found it sort of contagious. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no, of, co of course we want to go fight the things. Do yeah, it. Let's move, let's move the plot along, please. Yeah, you know, he actually, he's actually... The, like, Mochi's the one who always slows everything down. It's like... Ugh, Mochi. Mochi. Um, Newman. And... Like I said, but we'll you'll talk about it later. He he gets into fights. He yeah, he's, he's punching and ally. kicking monsters in the face. <laughs> he's he's a real leader. He's like I'm not gonna subject my troops to anything I wouldn't go through myself, and I'm gonna do it with stylish rollerblades. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> moonwalk. I I don't know what he actually likes about monsters. It seems like he just likes Dude, pets they're sick. that he can talk to. Oh yeah. Because he's like, he's like he's a social outcast at school, just like you, anime he, watcher. I, th I feel like he's just a kid at school, and you can't. I don't know. He's like ten. You you don't have social outcasts when you're ten. That's all you have. 
What are you talking about? Are you sure? I don't remember. How old, <laughs> how old was I when I how was How old was 10? I when I was 10? <laughs> you know, when I was your age, I was a little older. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, you, you continue. I'm not helping. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Uh, I, I'm not just not sure what he likes about monsters. Like, with the uh, Ash Ketchum... There, he's always like, oh, man, a Bulbasaur. I always wanted a Bulbasaur. <laughs> this is sick. Yeah, but he, but uh, what's-his-face is just like, oh, Tiger, can we help you out? Are you doing okay, buddy? Like, <laughs> he's actually much more... He's... Like, he, he doesn't gross me out as much as Ash does in his, like, rampant collectathon. Right. Like, he might be lying to himself about why he's there. Like, he thinks he's being good, but really he just wants to have fun. Whereas Ash is just like, no, I want to be the greatest. I want fuck to, everyone else. I want to jail monsters. <laughs> I want until I'm ready to use them. This is this is the monster world equivalent of like going on safari and shooting things. <laughs> but wanna, Ben, ben really, a little bit better. I want to really actually, see like, nature. He's enjoying the monster world in the same way I would enjoy the monster world. He just like is. He he's enjoys this, walking around a world where monsters exist. Where monsters that's rule. That's it. He's got this unabashed optimism. Mm-hmm. He, he's and, just and it so sort of relates. It sort of relates to how he was like a monster dueling champion in the real world. Mm-hmm. Uh, or actually... Was it, that a it dream? He really doesn't. I thought it might have been a dream because he like woke up in school after it. Um, but no, he, he actually got that special... like transport you to a magical world disc from that tournament so, <laughs> why would they sell that <laughs> i'm not sure uh, by the way can, I, can, I, I wish can i had I, a few more like nuts and bolts to how this world is crafted can i really save it no yeah. so that's the first time he gets sucked in the world you know mm-hmm. by playing the video game yeah in the third season when he has to go back to the monster world he does he it by into his tv he follows a hallucination down a dark alleyway into an abandoned <laughs> toy store and plays a different game <laughs> Oh, Genki, why? And when he gets sucked into the TV, his reaction is literally, all right, I'm going in. <laughs> oh, sweet. Genki, come on, Link. Plan, plan, your, plan your moves out a little bit. Your poor mother. <laughs> you just came back from the dead, guy. Like, exercise a little caution from time to time. Anyway, that's Genki. I, I actually like him. More than I anticipated, mm-hmm. so that that was that was refreshing. I actually enjoyed when he was fighting more than when the monsters were fighting. Yeah, because like he doesn't have like moves or anything. He's just gonna like <laughs> crash into stuff until it yeah. works. Pretty much. Um, Pretty much. And his little kind of Pikachu esque, you know, sidekick is Mochi. Yeah, whose only function is making the team stop in cities in order to eat lunch. Yeah, he's this little useless mon who like <laughs> he's there to be cute and stupid. And then, you know, this is, is. this is actually a pretty standard Mon thing where the weakest, dumbest one, like, becomes very powerful by the end. Yeah, it's like, it's not quite the Magikarp thing, but it's definitely how Pikachu do. I was thinking more uh, Angemon in uh, Digimon. Oh, where he's, like, Potamon at first? Mm-hmm. For, like, guess... a season and a half. Yeah, and then he just turns into, he just like, this angel warrior. It. Yeah. Just super sweet. Super upgrade. Yep, pretty much. You know. um, Not much to he, say about Mochi. He's got that speech impediment where he says chi. Yeah, like, this guy is ported straight from, like, no, this he, is a rip-off. This is, this is a pocket monster. Um, here's the thing I'm wondering about Mochi. Like, do all the monsters... Like, he's because he's just a baby, right? He just got birthed. 
do they all start out saying their own name and they just kind of learn to overcome their speech impediment over he time? He does seem to get better with language as the series goes on. It, does he? Yeah, a little bit. Hmm. Like okay. I jump, I jumped ahead to some later episodes, and he's like talking in full sentences, but just happens to end them with chi. Now, do monsters like give birth in the wild, or do they all have to come out of them discs? I don't know, that, man. That, le- that's, that leads to some troubling, like ontological questions. <laughs> no, Ben, you put the disc in the computer and you, and you burn it onto a new one. <laughs> <laughs> just copy paste. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that explains why there are like four thousand gel troops that all look the same. <laughs> I love the gel troops. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to them. Let's, Let's talk about Swayzo. Mochi is pink, but Mochi is tough. Unlock your disc. Zoom troops and a captain play kind of rough. Unlock your disc. Swayzo looks far, swords in the skies. Looking for Rockies, they aren't bad guys. More than a pirate says that he's pure, but he's a monster. Can you be sure? Unlock it. Unlock it. Unlock your disc. All right, what is a Swayzo? <laughs> so he's like this. Like this, I like you remember Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. Oh yeah, he's totally Mike Wazowski. He, absolutely, the voice is grating as his personality. Wait, yeah, but like it works, like it meshes. Like this is a complete character. This is a complete character. He fits the world, but he's like the only monster who has just no bravery at all. I like his burglar backpack. Is that what that is? I don't know. It looks like like a, a bandolier. Backpack. No, no, because like hair has a bandolier, right? Mm-hmm. He's got like that that bindle. Yeah, but right. uh, Suezo just has like this. You remember, uh, you remember Tack from uh, Kirby Superstar? Yeah, you create that partner, and he's got that that burglar backpack. This, that's what Suezo has. I, I don't know why, but I think that's really cool. Yeah, what is his function? Because you know, like you you look at a monster like Golem, and it's like, oh, you're the big guy who, who you know. It's quite obvious what you do. Yeah, you golem. That's what you do. That's what you're for. Swayzo's weird because well, Mochi and Swayzo, <laughs> like the names don't touch. I, lo- I love that we're talking about Monster Ranch. Because <laughs> <laughs> the other guys are Tiger, Golem, and Hair. Like no creativity. <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm talking no. about, that, about the difference between like... The, the spectrum of Digimon names to Monster Hunter names to Pokemon names. No, it's the worst. Why is it like that? Only, it, it it's actually something diegetic where, like, only monsters that had, like, human upbringing have names like this. So, like, I don't know what a mochi is. I guess it'd be called, like... I'm sure it's something in Japanese that doesn't translate like, well. It's, it's, no, it's like sweet bean cake or something. Creature of like the a, Night. If he didn't get a name, if he was just burfed in the wild, he'd probably just be called, like, Puff Rat or something. <laughs> Puff Rat. Because, no, the naming convention here is twofold strain. One, because... <laughs> Soft potato. Most of them, because the only the human-named monsters have non-generic names. And two, because there's only one of each family of organism. Like, yeah. there's one worm. Well, Done. <laughs> Well, it's just a worm. There, it's not a caterpie. It's a worm. There are like if they found a worm later, what would they even call it? Worm two, the revenge. Um, <laughs> Big the, worm. They do that sometimes. Groups. They do ape and rock ape. They're oh god. There are like <laughs> villains who form like big groups, like the gels you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and they always have a captain, which is just called Gel Captain. <laughs> gel Captain. It's captain, just, it's just Captain Black Dino. Captain Black Dino. Um, like your disc. <laughs> god. Yeah, I don't know how the naming conventions work. I I just want to know what a Swayzo is. <laughs> That's all I want. It's kind of like Swayze, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> he's my favorite just because he's a useless weirdo goofball. Yeah, so so toward the end, like I watched the last 
few episodes of the of like season two, um, just to see like how it resolves. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> they're like, we have to go like very far to get to the stone or whatever. And he's like, hey guys, listen, I know I've never mentioned it before. I can teleport. Uh, <laughs> everyone focus your energy on me and i'll teleport us there and genki says that makes sense <laughs> as if the audience was just waiting to find out if this was a joke or not i actually remember from a long time ago i watched like the one episode the one episode of monster rancher that i had watched from i don't know my childhood it was the one episode where Swayzo learned how to teleport and then like just promptly forgot it for a while <laughs> Okay, so I did see that. It's like his day in the limelight. That's great. Um, yeah, but it's interesting because like he wasn't raised with combat in mind. No, which it's 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 a little troubling that people don't raise monsters like like he's the weird one for not being raised with fighting in mind. <laughs> it's like what if almost every dog in the world was a like a fighting <laughs> dog? <laughs> yeah, was was uh, was was raised by Vic whatever? Yeah, Vic Nostrum. Vic Mignonia. <laughs> um, Maybe not. <laughs> probably, That'd be strange. Probably indeed. not his real name. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Vick. Uh, that's the one. Michael Unlock Vic. your Vick. Um. Yeah, and Swayze, <laughs> that's, like, that's like the that's like the campaign to get him out of jail. <laughs> no, no, that's the campaign for a new Vicks vapo rub. <laughs> like, <laughs> why do I have to turn a key for this? Are, are infants really in this much danger? Uh, I thought the childproof cap was good, but no. Uh, Saying, what are we even talking about right now? And um, Swayzo, yeah. Well, Swayzo's got his like master, who is Holly, and she is a native she's, of the game. She is regrettably bland and useless. Yeah, she she's like trying. She wants to stop Moo, and uh, she has a pendant that points the way to the discs. You know, really. She she's the white mage. She's the heart of the she's team. She's a plot device. She is. I think maybe that's why I like Genki is in relation to Holly. Mm-hmm. Because Holly's so bland and boring, and Genki's at least interesting in how much he just punches monsters in the gut. <laughs> right. Every time he punches a monster, I'm super impressed. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't fight a monster. And then there's Tiger Herringle. Gray Wolf and Tiger, brothers but foes, unlock your disc. Golden doesn't think fighting solves woes, unlock your disc. Join up with Hare who likes a good box. Unlock them all. He's the team planner, smart like a fox. Unlock your disc. Some of them friendly, some of them not. 400 monsters, which ones have you got? Yep. All the same dude. <laughs> Although Tiger is Vegeta, which is... Doing a Batman impression. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. I, <laughs> he, he's pulling out his best... Uh, I think Golem. Who's, who's Batman these days? Christian Bale? Christian Bale. He no, is doing the new his guy, best Christian uh, Bale. Ben Affleck. Never mind. Uh, he's doing his best Christian Bale. Um, I think Golem's my favorite. Like, he barely speaks at all, so I can't get mad at his dialogue. Um, but also there was a scene where, like, everyone was feasting, and he's just eating from a big bucket of rocks and chasing I, I it down that. with gravel. <laughs> <laughs> I love rocks that eat rocks. I don't no, know like, why. That's, that's a... That's one thing about this 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 setting, which I guess we can talk about the setting right now, is that um, they there's like a limited amount of monster society. Whenever in Pokemon, like you know the the electric plant was being powered by Voltorbs, like mm-hmm. I always like 
little, semi-modern little hints like that little integration into this world like what if the what if there was monsters running around how would the, how would our world change yeah and the fire department had growliths for some reason yeah like if you try to drive a pokemon car and he's not into it like what kind of crime is that so is it, is it theft is it assault who knows <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that one. But, but before we jump too far into this, I do want to say that Moo is voiced by Paul Dobson, who played Howdy in Hamtaro. Good. I want you to think about that for a second. I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't. Let's go back to the setting. Um, so, like, little... that That's like a piece of animation, if you don't mind me jumping into that real quick. You jump wherever you want. All right. I'll teleport over there real quick. Uh, they sometimes have little bits of fun with random stuff in Monster Society, mm-hmm. like when uh, when raptors are like chariot drivers in in cities. Yeah, it's it's um, a nice. It's or a nice. Swayzo is using his tongue like a hand to block out the sun when he's like you know looking over a far distance. Right. It reminds you that just these monsters things. don't just exist for you. Right. Like the the Pokeball is probably the biggest difference between these two shows. Like. Having the monsters al- alongside you all the time, talking to you, giving you ideas, like, Genki's not necessarily the main character anymore. Right. He's, he's just uh... the human one of the monster group. That's it. <laughs> he's their leader, because he's got really? spirit. I mean, he's he's the fastest one. He's the one who always, like, goes forward, but I don't know if that makes him the leader. Uh, leader by default. I guess so. He's got heart, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the, the eating rocks and drinking sand, it like, I would love to see like, like a food processing plant for golem kind, mm-hmm. you know, like here, here, here's like uh here's the really fine sand. Like you get at like a uh, Zen gardens and this is like, it's like foie gras. But Ben, remember, this is the only golem. There are other golems, but they're just palette swaps. Well, are they're still, they're not called golem either. There's just, are they? there's a lot of palette swaps and I don't know what constitutes a different monster. I, I don't know, man. Um, more important than the color of the monster's skin is the content of the character. And <laughs> the content of the character does not really matter. That, that is interesting. Um, we've seen the... This, this is the major thing I wanted to talk about is... Sure. We've seen the good and evil as an arbitrary trait thing before. Like yeah, this in, is an obnoxiously binary moral. Da- Dave system. the Barbarian, Shaolin Showdown. We've seen this. This show, I don't think, does it very well. Because the bad guys are not creative. They're not enjoying their evilness. Like at no. least not at least not the foot soldiers. But partly because none of this matters. Like what do you mean? Like when they raise the Phoenix, the Phoenix they they say this like every episode. The Phoenix can turn bad monsters into good ones mm. and also bring them back from the dead. Yeah. Do you do you remember in the uh, Chrono Trigger, you know, Crimson Echoes, when they realized that they could kill anyone, it didn't matter because they were resetting the timeline. That, but, that was, an, that was but, a weird curveball to Chrono's character. But they still <laughs> I suffered. don't remember Chrono being it, cool with yeah, murder like that's that. That's the thing. It, it was a weird character shift. You could see remorse from everyone else. It felt dramatic. It felt serious. Chrono here, don't give a fuck. Here, they're just like, eh, kill them all. Phoenix will get them. Uh, well, I don't know. There, there's a weird thing with, uh, I mean, I guess it's, it's kind of like, I don't, I don't really know. Um, the character death is treated sort of substantially, but they don't like. Yeah, because they forget that the phoenix they're, they're, will fix it. They're allowed it. to die in this show. Yeah, which I like a lot. It's I think it's more elegant than like Pokemon blacking out. <laughs> yeah, or or in the next generation whiting no, out. No, don't even. I don't even care about that. Like, 
this is not this is not the place to fight your racial battles. Um, but shit, I don't even remember what I was gonna say. I, I think it's more I think it's more elegant than that whole system, just because it admits that uh, you can fatally wound something. Yeah, like where in Pokemon it, it stretch it, it it stretches disbelief. Well, that's because this is. I feel like this is a poorly done combat and war show, whereas Pokemon <laughs> is a well done, you know, like hero's journey sort of thing. It's not about fighting. Uh, Monster Rancher is not really about fighting either. It's about ranching. It's, about, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a search, right? It's, it's a search that involves fighting. It's about Jolly like, Ranchers, necessarily so. Yeah, but uh, everyone is kind of drafted into their respective walk of life based on whether moo happened to be near them fast like i said before it it really could have benefited from like discussing monster culture and i and honestly i i think they don't show enough of moo doing bad shit no he just hangs out in a mountain and and like dwells yeah like the lich king he's just like (laughs) resting on his laurels while his while his minions do like they always are like cursing yeah. his name but like we never see it like I think i'll it, get you next time gadget the, sh- the show might have might have uh benefited from him like shaking his fist at uh at at gadget which i think the magic stone is important to him so it would make sense that he's keeping tabs on this group well uh, the... i'm not sure what function it serves to not have him know about the group directly i guess it gives them more freedom to kind of just do their own thing it does because you know i i, I jumped ahead in this season after the first few episodes, and yeah, honestly, I only watched the 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 episodes like the first six where they're like joining the team. But in that forty episode intermediate place, nothing really happens. <laughs> well, that's upsetting. they they gain allies in the way that can be really cool when you bring them back all at the end. But they even glossed over that. Oh, that's a shame. Um, they're like we're all fighting the same battle, but it doesn't matter because you because... really just have to get the phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean that that in Lord of the Rings that's important because you need like you need the distraction. You, yeah, exactly. Here, no, the, it, uh, the monsters are autonomous. They're just evil for no reason. Yeah, it. I wouldn't have minded like a little Jack Spicer, a, a little Jack spicing of these monsters, where like they really love being evil, mm-hmm. but it it seems like they're just scared of Moo rather than actually evil. Yeah, which which actually does lead to some interesting character development for some of his like um, lieutenants. Like, you know how you always have, like, four lieutenants, something, something elements. Um, yeah. Like, they have that sort of, uh, you know, do I want to be evil? Am I really just afraid? Why am I doing this kind of thing? And that's pixie, interesting. Right? Yeah, Pixie. Yeah, I, I read up on that. That You, you mentioned four elements. I, I wanted, to, wanted to talk about uh, the elemental affinities of, or the lack thereof, of Monster Rancher. <laughs> oh, is, are you thinking this is, like, Captain Planet? No, I'm, I'm thinking, like... At least for at least for the first six episodes, and I think probably also true for a while later, everyone is kind of on the physical attack spectrum. Tiger is kind of the only the shift over from that, where mm-hmm. he's got like wind attacks, right? And Swayzo, I guess, teleports at times, but everyone else is just sort of like, I can punch this thing. I'm do I can do it real fast, yeah. but I'm real fragile. <laughs> or I can punch this thing. I'm really slow, but I'm strong. Like that's how they attack. Yeah, and I love that. Because it lets humans compete. In the big finale, when they're all fighting Moo, he's, like, huge and far away from them. And a couple of them have, like, these energy blast attacks. And the other ones just channel their spirit into it. I don't don't understand that. (laughs) Like, they just, they shiver and turn pink. And then, like, energy blasts come out. 
Can't, can't Genki, like, fire Hadoukens? Yeah, a little bit. That's so dumb. <laughs> well, actually, it's... Now that I think about it, it's kind of cool, because it, like, means that... He's the monster. He's actually a monster as well ben, <laughs> in this universe. Ben, we're no. the monsters. <laughs> Next. Um, Why is this so bland? I don't know. I, I, I really think it has to do with that lack of motivation for their morality, because remember... Remember the Iron Giant, which I watched recently? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Still great. Remember the whole, you are what you choose to be? Superman. And how it's it's touching. I choose to be Superman. It's touching. It's poignant. It made morality something that anyone from any walk of life can buy into. There's Even none of robots. that here. There's there's just nothing here. They're just like, oh, I'm a goodie. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not true of the humans. It's the, just the monsters. That's what makes that Genki dimension. more interesting. Not not Genki, Holly, it or makes, just makes other humans. Some like no, the, like the one-off humans are interesting <laughs> in that. They're just trying not to get killed by huge lasers, man. I mean, like that's that's probably my main. That that that's that's my first priority. Whenever More I like, go outside, <laughs> don't get check, hit by lasers. Check for lasers, and then you go to the library to check out that book <laughs> on lasers. <laughs> Laser, like yeah, like I feel like I've been <laughs> been derelict in my studies. Or you can look it up um, on the internet using lasers. Now, now that we're talking about how it, uh, now that we're talking about how like the, the the monsters are kind of bland in in that they don't really, they're not really free thinking monsters except for Genki's group. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, uh, what is the the appeal of Mon's shows in general? Well, I, I was of the opinion it was that power fantasy because you get to. You get to level up. You get to become yeah, stronger. It's the but the thrill of seeing but numbers go up. But and there's growth. so much variety, and you also have to pay attention to like what is happening around you. I don't know. It, it, it's yeah, a this cool, diverse of way same. of doing it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so what the hell is the appeal here? I mean, it's still fantasy escapism, but you don't see numbers go up, and there's like a million Swayzos. <sighs> shiny colors. Which, by the way. <laughs> album for something million a million swayzos <laughs> no one's gonna understand it <laughs> that's like a yanni album <laughs> like like his name should be eyeball right you, yeah you'd think so but his name is swayzo uh, i know what does swayzo mean i'm looking it up yeah look it up I, we really need to see this i like how his function is like seeing real real good because of course it is he's a big eye <laughs> he's like their scout you know Okay, so the description of Suezo on the Monster Rancher Compendium mm. says uh, the original mascot of the Monster Rancher games happens to be a psychokinetic, dismembered eyeball and retina that spits, bites, and licks. Yeah, so this is the mascot? Uh, this is what I was saying. Like, is this the favorite character? <laughs> it may, in fact, be based on a one eyed albino shark. What? You heard no. it here, folks. It's not. It couldn't be. <laughs> it's absurd. <laughs> I like Swayzo because he's just like a different human. Because he so rarely contributes monster-wise to the situation. No, he's he's not involved in combat. He's just the voice saying, like, guys, we should literally be doing anything else than fighting right now. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get away. There's like a million of them. <laughs> Look at how many claws there are. Let's I go am ranch. I with a, with with a, with generously speaking one leg. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like a, I, like I do a, not want to be part of this. Like a dick leg. I don't know. <laughs> Just a bit of a dick leg. <laughs> you I'm, dick I'm leg. How how do you walk with that? Like cuz you'd have to flex and unflex. It's like it's the way like a flamingo does it except there's only one leg. 
No, it's not. <laughs> it's not like, it's like that. a reverse kangaroo hop. Monsters. Get a disc, take the risk, spin it fast through the past, unlock it, reclaim it, you can tame it, unlock your disc. I'm going to go into uh, animation more yeah. at this point. Okay. So uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about death animations is that I, I thought that the fact that they were so... Li- like, what happens when a monster dies? He gets uh, he gets slammed against a wall, and he's like, Curse you, Genki of the humans! And then evaporates into red mist, deforms into, like, a disc shape with roots growing out of it into the ground. Mm-hmm. And the only... There's, like, a four or five frame transition for that to happen in. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like when Metapod evolves into Butterfree. Yeah, like, it's, you it's get very shiny, shimmery form change that... Don't worry about how exactly everything fits. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Like they're they're effectively in an egg for that. Mm-hmm. Like you can only see the egg. It's not important what's going on inside. You know a chicken comes out. <laughs> the the intermediary is completely glossed over. Which I mean, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with like uh the the death animation being like some shimmery red monster goo mist. Like that's fine. I don't like how it's only like four or five frames of animation. Yeah. Because I think it takes away some of the possible impact of monsters dying. Well, I, I think they were trying to keep that from being too gritty. Um, but they don't actually die in the first place, so that, don't they have a way out? I know they cut out some blood for the American version. Oh, that's a shame. But, I wanted to see um, the co- different colors of blood. But the... the what would tr- a golem bleed? Diamonds? Oh, that'd be great. Gold dust? Um what if they try to kill him for his precious, precious <laughs> fluids? Give me back my diamonds. <laughs> um, the, the thing you're saying about them being good at, you know, before and after and just having nothing really planned for the transition. Yeah. That's true also of the fighting. Like, a lot of the fighting is shown yeah. in still images. Yeah. Uh, it's like, like, Genki's running toward a thing. Genki is now kicking the monster, and there's like an. It's just pictures of them overlapping uncomfortably. Ah! Well, yeah, yeah like, when they scream, ah! Yeah, and then, and then the, the monster flies backward. And then lines explode outward from the center of the image. <laughs> yeah, pan out a little bit. Or like if somebody. Rotate about the camera. To, if somebody's about to get punched, you'll see a fist flying, and then just a, like. The physical violence is implied. You know what I just realized is that Genki and Ash both have like backwards caps. I thought that went without saying. You know what I really liked from Pokemon? Like, I know this is a total tangent, but my favorite thing in, like, animation in Pokemon is when he's about to throw a Pokeball and he, like, oh like, yeah, opens his eyes and you see the glint in his eye and he grabs his cap and twists it backward. Ben, why do you think he's the best that ever was? It's because... It's, it's all in the stance. It's It's in the hips... And the shoulders, <laughs> like, this is how bowling works. You try to do it exactly <laughs> the same way. Poke Every bowling? bowler's got superstitions, Ben. Oh, man. Monster I don't, bowling. I don't even know. Monsters bowl. <laughs> Monsters do not bowl. Um, that, another thing I would have liked to see in Monster Society, how would they do bowling? <laughs> would they have finger holes for the balls the balls would, are mo- would you just bowl mochis down to yeah, not mochi. go over a, a bunch of swayzos 
How would that work? <laughs> ben, if you didn't know what either of those things were, that sentence sounded like a <laughs> madman. <laughs> like you go up to someone, hey man, you ever just take a mochi and bowl down some suezos? <laughs> Do you need help, sir? <laughs> we all need help. We're in great danger. <laughs> we need to unlock the phoenix. Uh, I'm going to get my manager. Why do you think that there are roots growing out of them into the ground? I think that's like an amniotic sac. <laughs> it's just feeding the discs nutrients while they're in co- where, while they're in a coma. Yeah, so that they don't like the, that's just every time they grab hold their, of a disc, they're in a big bag. rush to get it to unlock, like to unlock it. Um, I guess so. They like it needs the plants, or maybe it's just so that they're not just sitting there on the ground. <laughs> that sounds. That seems so dumb. Because think about that. Look, think of how dumb it would look if like. Oh, there's a disc on the ground. Bet there's a monster. No, it's like this gnarled tentacle wooden bush thing, like, containing a disc. Like, they're I growing. I think there's some untold story here where maybe, like, the monsters are related in some way to, like, the land. Yeah. Like, like this planet is just one that supports monsterdom. Like, uh, <laughs> like, like maybe it's from uh, from the James Cameron James Cameron's uh, Avatar. Where like like the the planet is a monster too. I think that's a great way to view this <laughs> as the next Avatar. Yeah, James Cameron. <laughs> James Cameron's Monster Rancher. <laughs> oh my Could you God. even? Could you even like imagine like Genki like joins this world and he's like, okay, you got to put on a disguise, otherwise they're not going to accept you. And he turns into a Swayzo, falls in love with a female Swayzo. You know that one's pink and has a bow in her in her stalk <laughs> in her craw. <laughs> in her eyebrow region <laughs> did, did, does the swayzo have an eyebrow i don't no, know but, but that's where the hair would be kept i guess <laughs> like it just like stretch the skin out like a scrotal sack and just throw a bow on there yeah i i think that's effeminate like the swayzo design is really easy to draw i'm in love with swayzo <laughs> i know Can, I, i'm <laughs> I think I think everything about a Swayzo is something I love. Yeah, is, is that the same guy who does meowth? It really feels like it. <laughs> it's an amorphous meowth. Yeah, I think I just love that he's called Swayzo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you an albino shark for Christmas. <laughs> you better. I kind of want a Swayzo plushie, actually. Like, like just like a. Oh, I'm sure like those a stuff, exist. Like a stuffed animal. Oh, and you can like curl the little tail around like a uh, like a shower rod. Okay, yeah, There's, you can there, hang upside down like a bat. Do you think they do? You think they hang upside down from trees when they sleep? I think they come in different colors. I want to know what like medical attention that a Swayza would need. Like from if they were walking around too much, would is it like a spinal like is it scoliosis that they would get, or is it like athlete's foot <laughs> the, or athlete's tail? The size of like the eye <laughs> and the optic system compared to everything else reminds me of one of those really big old TVs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how it's just all like the a tube cathode ray garbage. Yeah, it's just all the tube. I yeah, I would love to see a Swayza with like corrective lens featuring Swayza in all tube. A Swayza with a corrective lens would have to like <laughs> like a monocle. Like, yeah, exactly. No, you'd he have doesn't to, like, have any ears. You'd have to like wrap it around the waist and then like have it stick straight up over the iris. Like I have, I basically have a Swayzo monocle in front of my microphone right now. Yeah, like it's my pop filter. Is you put it right in front of the iris. You 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 you, you fasten it to a table really poorly because we don't actually have good equipment. I'm and, uh, I'm going uh, to make you. Like, I'm going to take your mic and your pop filter, and I'm going <laughs> to jury-rig them up into looking like a Swayzo so that you're just talking into a Swayzo every time we do this. 
Oh my god, I would not be able to... You're just going to get distracted how, all the time? Yeah, think about how distracted I am for this episode. How would oh you like god. that for every episode? I, I am a blur. Uh, Alright, um... Speaking of blurs, Let's keep going. So if you... If there's ever a wide-angle shot where they need to show movement, or show, like, the whole group... Because there's, there's seven people in your group, and a lot of them are pretty big. Mm-hmm. But Golem is so much bigger than the rest of them that they draw him in detail and everybody else much less detail. Like, I, really? think, that, I think that was a time-saving mechanism. <laughs> it, it must have been. I, I feel like his size also changes from shot to shot. Mm-hmm. Like, he's super big in the first one. Yeah, he, I think he, he's less big there's, later on. Have you ever seen those things in like uh, that like look at Pokemon is like no this thing is four and a half feet tall and weighs fifty pounds and Ash is just like holding it yeah <laughs> yeah I get like yeah I don't I don't know like um but the other thing I wanted to mention is when they're having dialogue if if like the camera's staying on two characters and they're having dialogue every new line somebody says is prefaced by a slight change in motion, like they're crouching down a little bit or, like, move their arms slightly. And then mm. while they're talking, nothing moves at all. <laughs> so so if they're if they're talking, they might just start crouching and get lower and lower each line or just, like, <laughs> moving their head 15 degrees to the side at a time. Like, it's... it's Go back and watch it. It's really unnerving. That that that's a weird that's a weird choice for limited animation. Because like I mean I know that follows the general anime <laughs> but that's like trend of extra only having work. one thing moving and talking at a time. But that that's yeah. a weird that's a weird order for it to happen in. <laughs> Movement, talking. Movement. Uh, yeah, you can't have them both at the same time. Apparently, that makes no sense to me. But going going into the audio, just like the dialogue is <laughs> the dialogue is the dialogue. is just not Mr. Big. It's just not, not. It's so generic and it's Genki, not great. Genki responds to everything like, "Oh, that's sweet. Let's go, guys." Yeah, I'm in my element. I'm in the. I'm in the zone. What does he say? I'm ranching monsters over here. <laughs> I'm so ranch. <laughs> I'm, I'm ranching monsters up in this piece. I, I, I want to see Genki's move list actually. Yeah, like if he only has four moves. Oh, when he, he runs, to, like, when he runs into the ac- when he runs into the actual Genki monster, like <laughs> in the game, it's like, what am I? <laughs> am I real? That, that could have been cool. Uh, I would have loved to see that. that it's, is it's like when you work at a different show. It's like when you work at a mental hospital and you like clock out at the end of the day, and you're like, wait, am I just crazy and think that I work here? Are they going <laughs> to stop me if I try to leave? <laughs> have I been here my whole life? <laughs> Are these my clothes? <laughs> I don't recognize my hands. I'm a tomato. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's he's if, if Genki was a tomato, this show would be very different. <laughs> Let's talk about the audio. Let's talk about the audio. Um, you 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 already scored on it, but the the dialogue is pretty not great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in 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 tradition to that, uh, the voice actors in the dub also are not too good, with the exception of Suezo and Genki. Yeah, they're they're pretty one note. Yeah, like they like they fit what they are, but they're just just they just don't give the characters much life. Like Tiger is exactly how you'd expect him to sound. Holly is like, like it's, I guess it's not so much the voice actors as it, as it is just the bland script they were given. Yeah, it, it, they have like a whole episode dedicated to each character, and then it's like, okay, get in the background. Yep, we get, get in the bag. It's Swayzo's show. <laughs> it's Swayzo time. It's Swayzo. <laughs> but of course, what. Well, what we really want to talk about, oh, naturally, um, is the intro and the inter inter 
the musical interludes yeah the musical interludes like you get up and buy your concessions and there's like that piano that starts playing up like it's elevator music but instead of elevator music it's like the stupidest eight-year-old rap battle you can imagine. Get a disc, take a risk, spin it fast through the past. Unlock it, reclaim it, you can tame it. Unlock your disc. Galley wanna move Big Bad Four. Unlock them all. Big Blue, a monster with power and more. Unlock them all. Pixie's a mystery, whose side is she on? Unlock your disc. She's wanna move four, but for how long? Unlock your disc. Flip some tornadoes without them within 400 monsters, someone will win. I want to talk about this rapper. Can you please do this? I couldn't find his name anywhere, but I love it. Let's call him Swayzo. <laughs> Sounds great. MC Swayzo. Um, <laughs> he, like, he starts off the intro with a rap, but then like this weird combination of boy band and Gregorian chant kind of like <laughs> starts singing, and after that, all he says is. Monsters rule and Monster Rancher. <laughs> Monster yeah, he's, he's taking a page from like Lil John. He's like, just like he knows which words he's he knows which words to say. He's just waiting for the right time to put him in. The the intro is by like the Backstreet Friars featuring some asshole, <laughs> um, <laughs> MC some asshole. And this is the thing is this this is why it's like this is purely Americanized. The Japanese intro is this laid back catchy tune about how it's all gonna be all right i don't understand how this caught on in japan because this is clearly the only part of the show that's worth a damn <laughs> this like, is this, so this good is the, <laughs> this is the secret best part of the show is dubbed intro and interlude i i don't i don't have a i don't have a clue why like what was the marketing decision behind making it this like this is not the demographic of uh, of, of a 10 year old in their power fantasy age i don't know is it <laughs> like Maybe it is. Rap is a lot of power fantasy. I, I suppose so. Like not this rap though. It. Like, it I don't know. It was hip hop. Was hip hop ever for a younger demographic than we think it is? I don't remember how the '90s were. I don't remember hip hop being very big in my in in my in like my elementary school days. When I was teaching, the two things that you could be pretty certain that the students would know a lot about would be rap and cartoons, like. They, I mean, they I all, guess they would love Monster Rancher. They all loved anime. Yeah. It doesn't, man, it doesn't matter, you know, what social class or, or what country you come from, or even if you don't, don't speak English. Everybody loves Spongebob. Yeah, uh, maybe. Below, below, like, age 25. Everybody loves Spongebob. Yeah, no, there's, there's definitely good stuff there. Like, like I said, with the Renaissance age of animation, like I keep saying, it's just, it, like, our childhood is when cartoons started getting real great. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's this huge resurgence from, like, 20-somethings now who are like, man, cartoons actually are still awesome. What and a- <laughs> I thought I would have outgrown them by now. Yeah. I'm I'm behind on keeping up with the new stuff. I am, too. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, man, you want to check out Parasite. Like, I know that's just an anime, but it's, like, for a mature crowd. Everybody's pretty into Rick and Morty these days, which I'm happy about. Yeah. I'm always interested in a new anime. Mm-hmm. Um. I also but want you know, to check out Tokyo Ghoul. Apparently, that's supposed to be real brutal. But you know what else the kids love? Mm, Swayzo. Empty <laughs> Swayzo <laughs> with the laziest rhymes in these interludes. I love, I love his monosyllable, like, <laughs> just garbage rhymes. One of them doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> Give it to me. He says, jump, smash, and roar. Get off the floor. These monsters fight. Unlock them today. <laughs> like that's the only one that doesn't rhyme. Like you couldn't dispense. Nobody sells it though. I'm more mis- 
it, like it's fast enough that you don't care what the rhyme is you're just like kind of jamming behind it you're not like trying to pick apart the lyrics you I'll know it's disc. the faster hip-hop goes the less intricate its lyrics need to be i think is there a techno remix of unlock your disc i'm i'm looking this up all right you go ahead and look it up i i uh i wanted to say a different thing about the musical score which is just that other than the unlock your disc hip-hop nonsense it's pretty limited Mm -hmm. i would have been interested in integrating the whole hip-hop thing throughout like if you're already (laughs) going far enough to like get the get the interlude and uh and intro to be this awesome bad hip-hop uh you you might as well go whole hog and like just just do dubstep when, during their like fight scenes, Ben, if they did breakdance fighting, Swayze would be the best combatant. That's <laughs> absolutely true. Like, there's very little friction on his entire body. He's entirely hairless. He'd be able to do like twelve head spins in a row, and he doesn't have any bones, so like he can't get hurt. Okay, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's true. I am not like, seeing if you, a remix. If you're capable of mobility, like upright mobility, you have to have a skeletal system for the stability. You you can't do that without bones i'm not seeing an unlock your disc remix i think we need to take I'm all of the why you thought he didn't have bones <laughs> what swayzo i get that most of him is an eye but there's a spine there mm, he's kind of spineless but what we need to do Fair is enough. take all of the like americanized intros and mash them up into a great techno song i need uh, this what else what else do we have we got the one piece one like, piece funimation uh give it up yolo <laughs> Does, do they say yolo uh, they say yolo at some point uh, they say yo ho yo ho like pirates <laughs> it'd be funny if they said yolo <laughs> if they say zolo which is pretty so give it up oh, solo yeah. um, no that's that's the name for that for you the got, you got three some, swordsman uh, guy you got some Yu-Gi-Oh. was you, there swayzo in one piece <laughs> i feel like he was one of the bad pirates i really hope so no they, he, they were fighting like weird clowns and things man i don't know how that like yeah Yu-Gi-Oh had had shades of it digimon is an interesting god i know you don't like it but you have to admit that it is it is unique in its approach to to the title (laughs) sequence digital world world Uh, and i i am i'm pretty spent (laughs) zane i don't have much i'm gonna go look up anime intros for a while (laughs) sure um uh, yeah what, what like let's let's recap what do what do we like about the show and what did we dislike about this show other than the obvious because um, like, obviously it's pretty formulaic it's very it's it's very bottom of the barrel as far as innovation goes in mon's shows but the cool things about it are are pretty subtle like like yeah, the, like, like a swayzo is incredible i'm yeah, always going to be a fan they, of Swe- whatever a swayzo is and the fact that genki fights that is really big the monster designs are usually pretty lackluster but there is an occasional like amazing one like a swayzo um (laughs) like a bounce like a swayzo but yeah it's nice to see changes to the mons formula yeah it's it's different than what i'm used to which is of course pokemon Mm -hmm. and i I think the big change from pokemon to any other mon show is whether or not you got a pokeball yeah whether or not their monsters are human characters Mm-hmm. what makes a monster yeah what does a scanner see what does a swayzo see am i a tomato that there zane there's something there's something to this what does a swayzo th- see thing there's not there, there's something stupid um, <laughs> but it's something and and i do like in the in the last episodes that i saw toward the end of the second season they do have a nice grasp on the tension the stakes are very clear 
Um, you, you know what you're getting with this show. Yeah, you do know what you're getting. I just wish that there was more to get. Like, uh, I, I would lo- have loved to see more of the... Yeah, I'm, I'm not um, watching any more of the show. Like, <laughs> No, no, but, like, I would have loved to see more of, like, the society. I would love to see, like, you know, golems doing construction work, that sort of thing. If they were more integrated. Mochi races, downhill mochi races. Ooh, yeah. They're... That sounds good. That's like, <laughs> a, that's, like the, that's like the Goron race in uh, Majora's Mask. Mochi's half toboggan, anyway. <laughs> like a little penguin toboggan. Um, yeah. yeah, you like buy him for a buck fifty, and he doesn't quite inflate right at the <laughs> at the ski lodge. Uh, yeah, but uh, again, there's there's too much bland, slow, generic garbage in the way. I mean, just in the characters, really. I don't think it's uh, no. I guess also in just like the themes, like they have to go find the phoenix, hero's journey nonsense. They run into I, a bad I guy. Do like the, I do like that the monsters are on even footing with the humans in this setting. That is nice. That it's that, not. That's pretty great. You, you don't have anything super powerful range. There's no legendary. Right. Well, there are some legendary monsters. There's a couple legendaries, but they're the focus of the show. Right. You know. I think. I think what I mostly dislike about this is just that they're really not monsters. They're just other animals. And I love seeing anything where there's actual. Like I was saying with the definition of monsters earlier, is that they're thinking, but they're thinking in an other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These ones are just like maybe Moo is a monster technically. Everything else is just an animal, though. I I, I would like some otherness. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll just have to play Arkham Horror again. <laughs> when are they going to come out with a with a Lovecraft cartoon? Like a Lovecraft mon? Yeah, well, I guess did <laughs> M did Men in, did Men in Black the series do do any of that? Like they they never they got, were mostly like, just I guess aliens. It never got that different. terrifying, but the the aliens did definitely have a different way of thinking. I don't think it was that different, actually, now that I'm thinking back to it. They had different customs. Maybe. Like, there were cultural differences. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking like, the Cylons in, uh, in Battlestar Galactica. Like, those are monsters in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daleks. Yeah, exactly. Daleks especially. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I think Doc we have Brown. a very good... <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> All the great monsters of history. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think we have a very good... I, I like that we were forced to come up with a conception of what a... Mo- do you agree with my uh, analysis of what a monster has uh, to be? I, I do, and I also like that it fits in with our conception of what some of the monsters from other shows we've looked at. Like, ah, uh, real monsters. They, they're, it's a completely different society. Those are absolutely monsters. Right. Uh, yeah, so uh, moving into the future, our, um, <laughs> our next okay. show will have a lot of people who think very differently yeah uh in that they all think like 10 years old boys on xbox live i suppose have you watched any yet i'm i assume you have no idea how true that is oh (laughs) jeez, you you are Um, in for a trip great it goes down pretty easy though next time we're uh next time we're watching red versus blue um which is our scrambled segment we're doing something different and trying a web animation something that did not come directly from the cable box and i'm really looking forward to it because it's something that is such a product of the time yeah that it was made in like if like you tried to make is, it this today is the age of kickstarters and patreon you know where where you don't need the funding of an entire tv station this this is this, this was is very the, age of the internet this was unique at the time mm-hmm. totally yeah, and it's it's emblematic of the way that animation is going to happen in the future. You get like, like B and Puppy Cat, where you just don't even need that much funding to get a good show going. I don't know B and Puppy Cat. 
it, it's one of those Adventure Time things. Oh, okay. Just, like, kind of started as an idea, and then, like, enough people liked it, and, and they started getting some... Uh, well, we can we can talk about yeah. it then. Man, ideas. Ideas, super, huh? Super cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what Genki would say. <laughs> where, he, where he confronted with, like, a philosophy paper. He's like, man, ideas are great. Why hasn't anyone taught me about these? Ah, oh, dude, it's like my brain jumped. <laughs> yeah. This is sick. This is like things are happening in my mind that weren't there before. Like I'm traveling, but in my own brain. <laughs> Swayzo love, is rolling his entire body. I, I love this. Boy. I love how it's simultaneously something a small child would think and something that a philosophy student would think. <laughs> yeah, like when you go enough far, far enough into philosophy, you kind of like get get to this stoner hipster mindset where you where like the philosophy just like flips back to zero, and you're like, "What is my hand?" <laughs> One plus one equals two, man. Oh, um, I don't even understand. And, and then uh, after that, after we... that, our grand semi-centennial. What are those Bicentennial? called? Bicentennial? No. Uh, hay centennial. Yeah, our hay centennial episode. Mm. Um, number fifty. We we decided to push back a bootleg. We're gonna do it on fifty-one. Yep. Don't you worry. We we wanted to do something really special, really something that's really good, mm-hmm. not just ironically good, um, but something that we've watched before. Yeah, not a Hamtaro. It's it's genuinely great to watch, and that we're sure we're gonna have a lot to talk about, and that has major plot lines that um, you know really really speak to the the strength of the animation genre. Totally, like this this is. When when people ask if cartoons are art, if they can convey a story as well as a book, mm-hmm. you say this, you show them, watch Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's 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 not necessarily the best cartoon of all time. No. It is up there. It is, this is a good, this is a good example of what cartoons can do to further establish franchises. Um, it's no you Young know. Justice. But uh, it, <laughs> it is better than Young Justice, sir. I think we 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 will get into that debate. We'll have some words. I, it, I need to rewatch some more. Uh, Teen I was Titans actually wondering though. if maybe we should have done Jackie Chan Adventures instead. Oh. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe that should be that's our hundredth episode. I've been watching done. some uh, Jackie Chan movies. Oh yeah, the um <laughs> the one that we just got uh that that, w- that we've been watching doesn't have it in the original Chinese. Mm. It has. Two, like you can't get it with subtitles and you can't even hear the original Chinese. It just has two different dubs on the DVD. It's got the English and a different form of Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't know why they didn't include the original. I don't know, man. But he is a joy they to watch. They exported it, but just barely. Yeah. Uh, but before we wrap up, I wanted to say one more thing about monsters, just because uh, I'm realizing now how, uh, how relevant it is to our discussion. Sure. Which is that there is an anime called Monster... Um, I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen it like floating around the internet, and uh, it, it's it's pretty well liked. It's pretty pretty critically acclaimed, and it's about a person who is just a sociopath, hmm. like a psychopath sociopath sort of figure, and he like tricks people into killing each other, and he's like this mastermind, but he has like no like that is a monster, right? By our definition, that we've decided is the only one that matters. Which I which I <laughs> I, I think that's <laughs> this I, I kind of want to watch that show now. This is canon. Just to just to see how how deep that how deep that definition runs. Oh, and also, um, while you're on the internet, 
check out, uh, if you recall from a few episodes back, uh, Alex Fleming we had on to talk about oh, Space yeah. Ghost. And he just put out the episode of his podcast, Great Question, that we were on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the episode so go... is called The Cyber Sanctum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Alex gets to observe Zane and, I, uh, Zane and I bickering while we <laughs> while we have to technically follow a format because Alex does things by the book. We burn the book. It's it's a very different Spirit, approach to podcasts. Spirits come out of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta catch them again. It's a real Scooby-Doo discs. situation. Discs, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's a great episode. I listened to it all like last night just because I was like, <laughs> man, we are we are funny as hell. <laughs> we were on, is, we were doing pretty good for that one. Doing pretty good, and it was great being on someone else's podcast. And I find his podcast very entertaining in its own right. Check it out. Great question with Alex Fleming, spellcaster and podcaster. That's right. Um, and yeah, so next we're doing Red versus Blue. After that, Teen Titans. We're going to have a bootleg segment coming up. It's approaching Halloween. We might get Dan Caves involved for another episode. It's very There's exciting. some good stuff on the yeah, way. Yeah, so. we're, we're past the summer of PSAs. We're, we're out of the doldrums, <laughs> Ben. <laughs> we're, we're, this, is, this is a victory lap. Let's get we're, raunchy. <laughs> ranchy. Let's get ranchy. Um, I, I wish that that was a that was like Swayzo's catchphrase. <laughs> Let's ranch. <laughs> uh, Swayzo porn. There you go. Think about that while you go to sleep, listeners. Anyway, uh, if you have anything to say about the following episodes, Red vs. Blue, Teen Titans, whatever, uh, or if you have something to suggest for our bootleg segment, please contact us on our Facebook page. Uh, we are The Cartoncast. That's without one of the O's. Or www.cartoncast.com. We do read it, I swear to God. Uh, we just uh, don't have a lot of media presence. But if you have anything to say, we will say it on online. And we're very happy to talk about the things that you care about. So please drop us a line. And more importantly, most importantly, tell your friends about the show if you think they'd like anything about what we have to say. Yeah, if you're so. interested in monsterdom or monsterism or what it would be like to punch a monster in the stomach slash eyeball. Join the Monstarmy. I want you to follow blindly against what we have denoted as evil. Get in the ball, private. (laughs) Unlock until you're told. Unlock your disc. 